Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. How would you like a 15% discount to my daily email, the stack of stuff, the show notes, discounts to the conference, all of that? All you need to do is text the word show to 33777. You'll get the annual subscription with a 15% discount to my daily email. You'll get the stack of stuff, the links to the show notes, discounts to the conference, and so much more. All you have to do is text the word show, S-H-O-W, to 33777. Text show to 33777. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Hi there, welcome. It is Eric Erickson here with the newly freed up payroll. (laughs) You know, you know. Welcome. The phone number, 877-973-7425. You can call in, I guess, uh, if if my call screener is still working. Um. You can call. You can also text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777 and get the show notes, get the podcast, get the live stream, get the, the social media links, all that. I, I Before I before I move into this this topic about what's actually this, this pandemic that's shaping up, I want to comment on the historicity of something real quick. Uh, happening in Atlanta right now is the memorial service for Rosalind Carter and all living first ladies are there seated in order um other than uh Jill Biden is is further off to the side with Joe Biden but Hillary Clinton is sitting with Bill Clinton and next to Hillary Clinton is Laura Bush next to Laura Bush is Michelle Obama and next to Michelle Obama is Melania Trump they are all there now all the living first ladies to honor uh, Rosalind Carter, it's it's something they do. The first ladies, uh, the not all the presidents are there. Um, Clinton and is there, and Biden is there. Bush and Obama are not there. Uh, that I saw in the crowd, at least they may be there. Uh, they may be sitting in the back, uh, but I believe they will all be gathered for the funeral service uh, this evening in Plains, Georgia. It's just it's it's one of those things. We don't have a royalty, but we do have presidents. Now, I want to I want to move to the story because this is kind of a um, kind of a big story, or it should be a big story. Put it to you that way. There's a new pandemic shaping up. Now, this is from the Messenger. Child pneumonia cases are surging in Europe uh, after an outbreak in China. The Netherlands is experiencing a bizarre uptick in pneumonia cases among children, marking the second country to report an outbreak of this type this week. The Netherlands Institute for Health Services Research, a research institute in Utrecht, around 25 miles south of Amsterdam, reports that 80 of every 100,000 children between 5 and 14 came down with pneumonia last week. 80 out of 100,000 isn't massive, but it's a notable spike. A news outlet in the Netherlands said neither um, 
The Health Institute nor the National Institutes for Public Health, the Dutch equivalent for the CDC, could give an explanation. Mysterious pneumonia cases in China have also begun to raise alarms. First reports emerged last week that children's hospitals in Beijing and the province of Liaoning were overrun by children coming in with pneumonia. Chinese officials told the World Health Organization no new pathogens were detected and the illnesses were caused by known seasonal viruses like flu and RSV, along with the bacteria Microplasma pneumoniae. Officials said the strict COVID measures that were lifted in 2022 left populations vulnerable to the viruses. However, COVID-related measures have been gone in the Netherlands for some time. Some fear officials in China are covering up the early stages of an epidemic. The nation was largely criticized for its COVID response. Now, here's another one. Flu hospitalizations are up 21% as triple-demic takes hold in the U.S. Hospitalizations, deaths, and emergency uh, departments, uh, visits for respiratory viruses are starting to climb. You have COVID-19, the flu, and RSV all ticking up through the United States. COVID hospitalizations and deaths have risen the second week in a row following several weeks of decline. Uh, driving COVID counts is the HV1 variant, which experts suggested might spread more easily, but it does not appear to trigger more serious infections. It accounts for 32% of cases. Additionally, RSV is starting to trek across the country with cases in several states in the Southeast, particularly Florida. And then there is flu. Now, you know, I used to not get my flu shot. In fact, I'm one of those people who always felt so awful after I got a flu shot. I just became convinced the flu shot was giving me the flu, and I stopped getting it. And then one year, I had the worst, hands down, worst case of the flu I've ever had. And to make it worse, I was in Washington, D.C., and I got it at CPAC. And I was miserable and wound up having to stay in Washington a couple extra days uh, in a hotel room. Miserable, absolutely miserable. And after that, I swore I would never skip the flu shot again. I've gotten the flu shot ever since, and I've never gotten the flu. It was miserable. But so here, here's the Chinese are starting to say there may be an immunity debt. Now, let, let me explain this one to you. When COVID happened in, what, 2020, and our kids' school was locked down, they only locked down, like, what, April, May? I mean, school was going to get out in a month and a half. They they shut everything down, and kids then went back to school in August, and they did it with masks on. But they had lived an isolated existence during the summer. They weren't hanging out with people. We weren't having people come over. Uh, Philip would come over on the front porch, have cigars on Sunday nights like we do, but other, we did not have people in our house. Didn't have workers come to the house, didn't, didn't do anything. We didn't go anywhere. We didn't see relatives. We didn't travel. It was miserable. And when kids got back to school, y'all, I bet you, if you had kids, same thing happened to you. you they went back to school. Every single person got sick. In fact, our school, I want to say it wound up, I want to say it was Christmas, not Thanksgiving. I want to say it was the Christmas holiday. That would have been 2020 that our school wound up shutting down a week early for Christmas 
because every single person got the flu. Everybody was so busy getting COVID or waiting for the COVID vaccines, nobody was getting the flu shot, and everybody got the flu. It was miserable. My kids did not get the flu because my wife, given her respiratory issues with her lung cancer, makes sure we all get the flu shot now. And they had gotten the flu shot, but a lot of people had not gotten the flu shot, and they all got sick. And this is kind of what's happening again. Around the world, everybody locked down. They were isolated. Even now, most people I know are living a more isolated existence than they did before COVID. People are not regularly hanging out and socializing like they used to. And the result is we're not building up our immune systems. And the result is, well, people are getting sick. Now, maybe this is something new. There are some animal flu outbreaks happening. Uh, most people don't read the Drudge Report anymore. It kind of went off the, the, the deep end, it seems. But he's noting that um, there is a big influx of bird flu and swine flu happening around the world right now. What's notable in China is that masks and social distancing have returned, which suggests that there's more afoot in China. Now, this is our pivot away from the pathogens floating in the air to the real politic of the day. You cannot trust China with anything anymore. I mean, not that you ever really could in large part because China is an authoritarian, dystopian, communist nation. But when the Chinese are bringing back masks and social distance for what they say is just run-of-the-mill pathogens, it doesn't sound like it, does it? It doesn't sound like it. You can't trust the Chinese. It's, it is a remarkable uh, situation that the Chinese have set themselves up for that they locked down their country so long. This could very well be what's happening. They, they, this could actually be the reality. They locked their nation down so long and they isolated their people so much. And after COVID forced them to stay apart for so long that they compromised the immune systems of people. And now every time anything sweeps through, it's sweeping through an entire nation of a billion people. But you can't trust them. Concurrent to all of this going on, the Chinese are in a period of deep instability. See, uh, let me just tell you, my theory is that China is not on the rise, it's on the decline. There are a lot of the elite in this world who believe that China is on the rise and that the United States is on the decline, China's on the rise, and they're cashing in. They're trying to cash out. They're trying to get rich before the U.S. declines, and China comes next. A lot of them are already kissing China's But You see this in the media. You see this with politics. See this uh, in the Democratic Party. They are kissing China's butt, saying, look, they're, they're next. They're going to be dominant. We're going to decline. We might as well fall in line and start reading from the communist, communist constitution of China and quoting it. I actually think China's on the decline. And the reason I think China's on decline is Xi Jinping has gone full commie. See, the old premiers of China after Mao and before Xi decided to liberalize China and liberalize the economy of China, 
liberalized religion in China. The Communist Party would still be in control, but they would allow an entrepreneurial middle class to grow. And those entrepreneurs started to get real rich. The problem is that Xi Jinping understands that where economic liberalism flows, political liberalism flows, and he doesn't want to give up the Communist Party. So he's cracked down on economic liberalism. It was the economic liberalism of a billion people making China rise. Xi Jinping has shut that down now. And so China can't rise. But the downside is that it makes China more dangerous because the people can't really feel it because the conditions of authoritarianism and censorship in China have never really changed, even as economic liberalism was brought in. So they can't really feel things are different, even though they perceive things are beginning to be different. And that means Xi Jinping is going to have to direct their attention elsewhere. He's going to have to find someone to blame, and he's going to blame us, and he's going to blame Taiwan. And it's going to be geopolitically unstable in Asia because of what Xi Jinping has done. But it means China can't catch up to this. I don't know if you all know this or not, but uh, during Thanksgiving, China's uh, biggest modern best ship in the fleet caught on fire, burned, destroyed the ship. This is happening a lot. Their aircraft carrier cracked in half. Chinese communism is as bad as Soviet communism, if not worse. And whistleblowers eat bullets, so nobody blows the whistle. And the greed, the graft, the corruption, it all flows into communism. China is collapsing, and it's being hit now by this bug We assume it's regular pneumonia. That's what they're telling people, and regular pneumonia is spreading, but it's targeting kids more than adults, which is concerning. So here's what's going to happen. Charlie, you may need to put this in the I'm right file. What I predict is going to happen is the political grifters of America are going to tell you that this is all about next year's election and that yet again they're going to steal it from Donald Trump because of a global pandemic that's been unleashed from China. We've gone through this playbook again. They're going to tell you that if this makes its way here next year. What will have actually happened is not a play-by-play setup to steal an election hiding behind a pathogen, although they will certainly use the pathogen to change the rules of the election like they did in 2020. What's happening is that the Chinese state is failing. The American elite can't ever recognize that China is not going to be dominant. So the American elite will be continuing to align American policy to accept that China's number one, while China is in free fall, plagued by fiscal corruption, fiscal crisis, economic crisis, health crisis, and military crisis. And only, only if we can get a competent world leader on the American stage will we finally be able to expose that China, it turns out, is a paper tiger but it happens to be a very diseased paper tiger, not able to be dominant, but certainly dangerous still, even as a paper tiger to the world. We need to be on the lookout for more signs that China is collapsing internally. Xi Jinping's days may be numbered as a result. Guys, if you're a small, mid-sized business, you're struggling with HR issues, you have employees not showing up, or you got to do a termination, you need onboarding of employees, maybe there's a sexual harassment complaint. You want an HR manager. You don't want to be the bad guy with your employees. Bambi can play the role of HR for you. $99 a month, available by phone, email, real-time chat. 
They do onboardings, terminations. They help your team members get to peak performance. And your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations, regardless of which state. They're great. Now, they're U.S.-based. They, you got somebody to talk to who's dedicated to your team. They give you access to HR expertise, and they add personal touches. So even though they're outsourced by your company, they really feel like they're a part of your team. That matters. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help my show. Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com, Eric Erickson in the podcast tab. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Howdy, welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The, the big news today uh, in politics is that Americans for Prosperity, uh, the political action side of it, has they've endorsed Nikki Haley for president. The DeSantis people, of course, are kind of split on this. I don't know that it matters. Um, I, I don't know. Now, they, they listen, they've got money and they've got an organization. They've got a field team. The DeSantis people, uh, the staff are aggravated by it. And and full disclosure, AFP's an, a, a sponsor of the program. I don't know that it it will dramatically move the needle for Haley. Um, uh, it it certainly she certainly. I mean, AFP kind of aligns. I think more with Nikki. They're not as populist as, as DeSantis is. So it makes sense at an institutional level that that's the one they would go with. And she certainly has the momentum right now in the race. I, I for the life of me, I, I, I got to note something. Uh, and regardless of where you stand in the race, I, I need to say this. I, I'm I'm not endorsing a candidate for president. Y'all know my feelings that I think the GOP crushes the Democrats if it's not Trump and that Trump can still win, but the amount of resources that would have to be deployed to get Trump across the finish line um, will cost us potential Senate seats that we would otherwise win. I think all Republicans can win. I think the odds are improved uh, without Trump, though, and more improved to take the Senate. Regardless of that, though, it is remarkable. I'm not endorsing anyone. I, I'm friends with Nikki Haley personally. I like Ron DeSantis. I like Chris Christie. I'm friends with him. Um, but you got to note, DeSantis has had more money spent against him than every single other candidate combined, and he's managed to hold on to second place. Not every candidate could do that, and I don't think it gets remarked upon enough I mean, the man literally, you add all the money spent in campaign 2024, Republican and Democrat combined, DeSantis has had more spent against him than all the other candidates. And still, he's in second place. I I don't think that gets remarked upon enough. And it, I think it's notable. I do think it's notable. So I don't know that this endorsement today will shake things up, but... We'll see. 
That being said, as I mentioned, Americans for Prosperity is uh, an advertiser on the show, and I am on their advisory council, and I love AFP. Whether I agree with their endorsement or not, I this is a fantastic organization because they are committed to free markets and they are committed to free people. They are committed to fighting for small government, and they really mean it. The, the sad thing with the conservative movement right now is that there are a lot of organizations who aren't really sure they're committed to limited government anymore, or can we just use big government for ourselves? I remember when the Bushies wanted to use uh, big government conservatism. That's what they called it. AFP has always been committed to limited government and to free markets, and that's why I'm proud to support them. AmericansforProsperity.org slash Eric is where you go to sign up. Uh, they fight against binomics. They fight against big government. They fight against the regulatory state. They want you in the fight with them. AmericansforProsperity.org slash Eric. That's where you need to go sign up for them. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. This is where we turn to politics. Because I got some stuff to say. I got some thoughts. I want to begin. I want to begin with uh, Secretary Mayorkas. Before I get to Secretary Mayorkas, though, I got to play you this audio. This is from Fox Business this morning. We are. You know, the physical toll, the physical cost of this crisis is evident here in Eagle Pass, where you see the barbed wire behind me. The financial toll, that's becoming clearer now as well. A new report from the U.S. House Homeland Security majority shows that the annual cost of the migrant crisis, $451 billion a year. Now that's the cost for both the care and housing for asylum seeker migrants, as well as known gotaways. Here in Texas Eagle Pass, they are trying to crack down on those would-be gotaways. The Texas DPS brush team took us along for a ride along last night as they patrolled. 30 minutes into our night, the helicopter picked up heat images on a ranch, and we were led to four Hondurans that were all arrested for criminal trespass. That is a state crime. One was armed with a knife. Not long after these arrests, cameras pinged another group, and the heat-seeking drone was sent up to locate more illegal crossers. This group in particular scaled a fence to get further into the ranch. I followed along with Texas DPS, climbing over the fence there, as you see, and then running further into the ranch where we were able to eventually locate five individuals. Those were also arrested. Both groups trying to sneak into the country undetected, not claiming asylum. These were on top of the roughly 2,000 migrants that entered through Eagle Pass, Rio Grande, claiming asylum and winding up in the hands of Border Patrol yesterday. Our cameras were there to capture about 300 plus of those migrants crossing the river. An amazing financial toll the border is taking. An amazing financial toll the illegal immigrant situation in the country is here. Here's this is Secretary Mayorkas. 
It also doesn't address the other sort of uh, elephant in the room, which is dealing with the undocumented uh, immigrants who are already here in the nation. And I know it's been a political football as to trying to figure out the best way to address that. But I'm going to ask you, what is the best way to address that from your perspective? The answer is quite clear and quite straightforward. And we've been waiting for it for about 30 years. And that is to fix a system that everyone agrees is fundamentally broken. And we need congressional action, both for uh, the lawful pathways uh, that really need to be more robust in statute and for the 12 million people who are here in the United States who have been contributing so fundamentally to our country's well-being. They're our neighbors, our friends, our fellow congregants. Uh, they provide our, our frontline workers. Uh, we need to do something, and I, I am hopeful and remain hopeful that Congress will do it. The president, on his first day in office, Mm -hmm. presented Congress with a proposal. I do not think it is smart. Okay, let, let me let me back up here. Um, what is it? Um, never assume malice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanlon's razor. That's that's what it is. Um, that's what it is. Robert Hanlon. Never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by stupidity. Um, Robert Hanlon, that, that's where it comes from. Never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by stupidity. How bad at politics are these people around Joe Biden right now? We have a border crisis. Forget the Republicans. Forget the independents. 56% of Democrats at this point, 56% of Democrats, mostly non-white, black and Hispanic Democrats, but 56% of Democrats, Forget the Republicans, it's at 90-something percent. Forget the independents, they're at 80-something percent. Just focus on the Democrats for a minute. 56% of Democrats, according to the latest opinion polling, believe there is a border crisis and we need to secure the border and that it is not secure. For the Secretary of Homeland Security to go on television and say, well, for all these illegal immigrants who have crossed into this country, who they're working here, uh, we need to give them amnesty. That incentivizes more illegal immigration and causes a worse crisis. This isn't hard. How stupid are these people? Don't attribute it to malice. This is, I mean, political stupidity. This is political stupidity on, on Mayorkas' part to suddenly bring amnesty up as you're headed into a presidential election season. Do you know who is most opposed to amnesty in the United States of America? Do you know which group is most opposed to amnesty? Hispanic voters. Do you know why Hispanic voters are the most opposed to amnesty of any demographic group in this country? Because Hispanic is a made-up demographic. What does it have to do with anything, Erickson? Well, 
there isn't a Hispanic person or a Latino person in this country. There are Mexicans, Guatemalans, Hondurans, Nicaraguans, Venezuelans, Peruvians, Ecuadorians, Spanish, Bahamians, uh, Dominicans, uh, Haitians, you name it. There are people from countries that used to be part of the Spanish empire. They speak Spanish. We call them Hispanic or Latino, but they have individual national identities. And most importantly of all, they came here legally. They came here legally. They took the time to do it right. And so that is why they are the most opposed to amnesty. At a time Hispanic voters are leaving the Democratic Party for the Republican Party, embracing amnesty is not a smart move by the Department of Homeland Security. But the Democrats can't let it go. Do you know why the Democrats can't let it go? Now, I realize there's the great replacement theory. I realize some of you believe that. I, I disagree. Let me tell you what's going on here. I don't think this is about bringing in a new class of voter. I don't actually think this is about expanding the voter pool for the Democrats. Do you know what I think it's about? It's not about expanding the voter pool of the Democratic Party. It's about expanding the donor pool of the Democratic Party through unionization. They want to bring in the Hispanic labor force and unionize it. And then force from these people their money, their hard-earned minimum wage dollars will then go flowing to the unions who will redirect it to the Democratic Party. That's what's going on here. That's why you heard Mayorkas talking about these, these people who are here illegally who are frontline workers doing menial jobs in the country. He wants to unionize all of them and then take their money from them. Once you're in the union, you get mandatory withholdings of your dues. So you make money, and then the unions take all your paycheck from you, and they hand it over to the Democrats and keep getting Democrats elected. That's what it is. It's not about them becoming voters. It's about them becoming union members so their wages can be confiscated from them by the union. But it's also politically tone deaf. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. There's more to this. So now we got to go to Joe Biden. This is this is Joe Biden. In fact, as a share of earnings this Thanksgiving, dinner was the fourth cheapest ever on record. I want as a share of earnings, what the hell does that even mean? You can't speak English. You got to hide it behind gobbledygook to try to make it sound something. And then this is Corrine Jean Pierre, the idiot White House press secretary. Uh, this holiday season, families are seeing lower prices on everyday items from gas to groceries. As holiday as holiday shopping starts, shelves are stocked and prices prices for toys, TVs, and used vehicles are all down from last year. And we just saw record Black Friday sales. Okay, you saw record Black Friday sales because people are trying to take advantage of good deals while things were cheap. And you're talking about uh, sales down from last year, not sales down from five years ago, not a trend. It's just last year they were really high. This year they're not as high. 
That's not a real good selling point. A little more from Green Jean-Pierre. On lowering prices, you said earlier that the actions the president has taken have worked. So is it your sense that when people were home for Thanksgiving, catching up with their family members, they were saying to each other, can you believe how much more affordable things have gotten? So honestly, I wouldn't, uh, I, I hear the question, but I want to make sure this is very clear. We take that very seriously. We take what families, families, the decisions that they make at their kitchen table, whether it's at, whether it's during Thanksgiving or whether it is every month as they're trying to make hard decisions uh, about how they move forward with taking care of their family. We take that very seriously. It's not a joke to us. It is important to us. This is the president who talks about it in a very personal way when he talks about what, what families have to go through, working families, middle class families, and that's why he's taking actions that he has. And so, look, um, the fact is, the data shows that the economy is improving. The data shows that households remain in a strong financial position. Household wealth is, 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 is at a record high, with lower income households seeing the largest gain since the pandemic. Those are indeed what we're seeing. On paper, that's the problem, and it gets back to the Bloomberg story. Nominal wages are up 20% since the pandemic. That's right. Your income has gone up 20% on average since the pandemic on paper. But your costs have gone up so much, your actual income has only gone up six-tenths of a single percentage point, 0.6% which means it hasn't even gone up a single percentage point. Not only that, you're spending more. The White House can try to cover this up as much as they want, but this is getting to be really ridiculous. The embrace of Bidenomics, the embrace of amnesty, all these things. This isn't me, Eric Erickson, conservative talk radio show host, say this. I'm looking at the data of where the persuadable people in America are. I'm looking at the comprehensive polling subsets of where persuadable voters are in this country. You, Joe Biden, running for president of the United States at historic unpopularity, are not going to get more votes by continuing to tell people Bidenomics is a good thing, nor are you going to get more votes by telling people we should have amnesty. You're not going to do it. In fact, you're driving more people away from you. These people have so convinced themselves that Donald Trump is going to be so easy to beat. What they're trying to do is run on a mandate for the next term, and that might very well cost them the next term. How are these people so bad at politics? You know, the problem for both parties is like Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton and just everyone was convinced this man's a genius political operator. No, he just happened to run against the worst person to ever run for president ever. And people imputed political geniusness to him and his team because they beat Hillary Clinton. Then Joe Biden beat Donald Trump and he's a political genius. No, these people are not geniuses. And they're really not great at politics. And they're just thinking the other guy is so bad that there's no way I can lose to him. That's what Trump thought in 2020. It's what Biden is thinking right now. And as a result, he may just very well get Donald Trump reelected to the presidency because his team, Joe Biden's team, is so terrible at politics.
and so tone deaf to the needs, desires, wants, and 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 rage of the American middle class. All right. Now, speaking of the rage of the middle class and everything going wrong in the economy, you know, Swiss America wants to help you. They want to teach you how to protect your hard-earned assets. You can get their report, The Secret War on Cash. Your copy's free by calling or texting 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. That's the phone number. The all-out war on cash includes digital forms of currency. Y'all, I've seen more and more signs around my area say no cash accepted. How can you not accept legal tender in the United States? The government's letting companies get away with it. They're steering you to plastic, and from the plastic, they can see what you're buying, how you're buying, when you're buying. They can control you. It is the secret war on cash. Swiss America wants to educate you about it and how you can get around it. All you got to do is call them or text my name, Eric Erickson, to 800-289-2646. You can also... Go to SwissAmerica.com slash Eric. That's SwissAmerica.com slash E-R-I-C-K. If you call them 800-289-2646 or you text 800-289-2646, message data rates may apply. Get to the secret war on cash report from Swiss America. SwissAmerica.com slash Eric. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. Now, y'all, you know, people can be... People can complain about anything. All of the first ladies of the United States gathered for Rosalind Carter's service in Atlanta today. Hillary Clinton, next to Laura Bush, next to Michelle Obama, next to Melania Trump. Jill Biden sat on the other end uh, with President Biden. She came in with the first ladies. Melania Trump did not wear black. And of course, people are outraged. Oh my gosh, it's disrespectful. Oh my gosh, I can't believe she did. Why? Why must everyone complain about everything? She showed up. She did her part. I don't wear black to funerals. I don't even like going to funerals. It's been a while since I went to a funeral. My friend Tom Wagner died a while back. That was the last funeral I went to. Uh, and, and I don't like to go to funerals at all, but he, he was someone who I felt like I needed to go to his funeral. He had been a longtime good friend. But um, I, I, I wore gray. I didn't wear black. I don't I don't know. I, the, 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 people want to be outraged about stuff. It's like going full circle to the beginning of the program. This This little boy is at a game. Uh, It is the Kansas City Chiefs, and his face is painted red and black. The Chiefs' colors, they're they're red, they're black, they're yellow, they're white. Uh, He's got half of his face is black, half of his face is red. He's being attacked by progressives as he's in blackface. No, he is very clearly not in blackface. Half of his face is red. You're, You're in black half face. You're not in blackface. 
You're, you're half blackface, but it's it's red and black. It's for the team. And now you got people say, well, officially their Pantone colors are not black, but yellow and red. Oh, come on. It's in the freaking logo. People just want to be mad. And one of the remarkable aspects of all of this, honestly, is is we're, we're, we're in this point where if if someone sees something as racist and they are not white, well, it be, it's racist, and you white people, you just don't realize it. No, it could be that this person is a serial perpetual whiner and complainer, and they see racism everywhere even when it's not. It's just we live in a nation of whiners. We have elevated whining in this country to an art form. Social media has amplified it. The malcontents among us get to get online and join together, and your goal in life is to just avoid being targeted for one day by the mob. You know what? Or you could just ignore it. This kid, however, should sue Deadspin for slander for claiming he was in blackface when he clearly was not in blackface. Uh, until more people are sued for this sort of stuff, I don't think it stops. There have to be consequences. But this rage, rage all the time on the Internet, it really is exhausting. These people just want to be unhappy. Unhappiness is a choice. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.